Unlock your Bible. Discover the true meaning of life. Learn the cause of world problems and the astounding solution. Prove for yourself what the future holds. In the Trumpet Literature Library, you will find answers to life's most important questions. Explore these vital titles on Trumpet Bookshelf. Welcome to Trumpet Bookshelf. I'm Grant Turgeon. The way of peace they know not. That is the first part of Isaiah 59, verse 8. Now, you might say that perhaps there have been periods of relative peace in human history. Maybe there are some isolated incidents where we do discover peace as a human race. But is peace really peace if it doesn't last? Peace that doesn't last is not peace. It's simply a break between wars. If it's not permanent, what is the point? We need peace so desperately on earth today. Never has mankind been in more danger than right now. But why? Why should that be the case? When human beings have made some of the most brilliant, remarkable discoveries and innovations and inventions, when we are so vastly superior to the animals, why can we not experience peace? That is the mystery of man. The mystery of man is also the title of chapter three of the late educator Herbert W. Armstrong's book, Mystery of the Ages. You need a copy of this book. It is absolutely free of charge. You can get yourself a copy at thetrumpet.com. And you could even read it online right there too. But the mystery of man. That's right. We are a mystery. If, if you really think about it, nothing about human beings makes any sense on the cover of mystery of the ages mr armstrong asks did you ever ask yourself who am i what am i why am i you are a mystery the world about you is a mystery now you can understand well that means that up until recent years humans could not understand. That means that even to this day, the vast majority of human beings do not understand. Plenty of people have not read Mystery of the Ages. They have not received this clarity from a book that really brings new meaning and understanding to the entire Bible. 
the Bible, this instruction manual for human beings. Do we ever think of it that way? Mr. Armstrong described it like that, where just like a television will come with instructions or a refrigerator, any appliance, a car will come with an instruction manual. Well, so do we. We have our own instruction manual, a book that tells us how we can best operate. The sad fact is most people just don't ever refer to that instruction manual. And so man remains a mystery. When we do not seek answers from our instruction manual, the Holy Bible, we just do not understand ourselves. We don't even know why we exist. How many people today really question their own existence, their own purpose. I've noticed this really dark trend in, in popular thinking today where humans essentially say, well, we're just animals. We're no different from the animals. And so we just need to live as licentiously and gratuitously and without restraint as possible. We just need to gorge ourselves on sensual pleasures because there's no point to being alive anyway. And we all die and God isn't real and there's no life after this probably. So let us just live wild like animals today. That is the thinking. Live like there's no tomorrow. Now, there is a good side to that phrase as well. Live like there's no tomorrow if you have the proper focus and the proper urgency in your life. But the way that plenty of people use that that saying now is, well, live as lawlessly as you can before your clock runs out. There is no hope in that lifestyle. There is no happiness in that lifestyle. The more lawless and immoral mankind has become, the more our society is dealing with mental health problems school shootings didn't exist before the last few decades. And that's a, a new phenomenon. Mental health was not of much concern at all before the last few decades. So how is it that we're more privileged and blessed than ever? And yet we are in anguish mentally and emotionally. That is a mystery. It makes no sense at all. And that's exactly what Mr. Armstrong writes about here in chapter three of mystery of the ages titled 
the mystery of man. The human mind is a total mystery. That's the one thing that makes us truly different from the animals. Now, yes, we do have opposable thumbs. (laughs) That gives our hands a lot more ability to do things. But those opposable thumbs would be totally wasted if we didn't have the human mind. Without mind power and intellect from our unique human mind, we would use our opposable thumbs to hold a stick and beat that stick against the trunk of a tree. We would pick lice out of each other's hair, just like the monkeys do. (laughs) We wouldn't do anything special at all with our thumbs, with our hands, if we didn't have mind power. Who knows about this mind power? That's a total mystery to the entire world. And that is the problem with higher education today. Mr. Armstrong writes on page 97 of Mystery of the Ages, higher education contemptuously ignores without any consideration whatsoever the biblical truths revealing man's presence on the earth and the causes of the present state of civilization. Education in the civilized world today has become entirely materialistic. Education has become a combination of the agnosticism of evolution, the politics and economics of Karl Marx, and the morals and social patterns of Sigmund Freud. Higher education remains in utter ignorance of the mystery of mankind and of human civilization. Mr. Armstrong points out that education is materialistic. It is confined entirely to the physical realm as it is taught today. That is the modern system of education. Only what you can observe by the five senses can be valid under that system. But did did you know that beyond your sight, smell, taste, hearing, and touch, there is so much more out there to discern? There is an entire realm beyond the five senses. And if we don't understand that or consider that, we're going to have no clue about ourselves. We're not going to understand what makes us different from the animals. We're not going to grasp our entire purpose for being on the earth. We have to realize there is also a spirit realm. Higher education scoffs at that idea. Yet just look at the way they try to explain the existence of the universe. They can rewind all the way to some sort of a big bang that somehow blasted all of this into existence. 
They can isolate (laughs) physical matter all the way back to the tiniest particle that somehow the entire universe came from. But they cannot explain where that particle came from. Scientists today are even starting to claim that intelligent life from elsewhere in the universe, also known as aliens, came to Earth and seeded this planet with life. Can you believe that? Scientists are so desperate (laughs) to just outlaw the existence of God that they would rather turn to a science fiction definition or explanation. They would rather point to aliens than God. But if aliens could have existed before us and created us, why not God? Why not God? That is a mystery. The fact that they think in such a twisted way. Obviously, somebody had to exist before us to create us, (laughs) whether it's aliens or whether it's God. But we really do know why they don't want to acknowledge God. God has written a book God has established laws and standards for his human creation to observe while aliens have no contact with us whatsoever. Aliens are not writing a book and telling us to obey them, but God has. That's the Bible. So really this vain attempt by scientists to explain human life by pointing to extraterrestrials seeding this planet with life. It's just a way to reject God's authority over their lives. That's all it is. Now the, the incredible paradox of human existence is that We are far less valuable than many people believe, yet our potential is vastly beyond what they understand, like Mr. Armstrong wrote. Now, people think that They have all the power in themselves and the dignity within themselves. And they are almost like gods unto themselves. They, the way they are, are essentially perfect. That's the way they think. And yet they have no clue what comes after this physical life. What takes place after death. They have no idea how great that future is. So while they elevate physical life and and give too much glory to themselves in this life, 
they completely underestimate what it will be like for them in the next life. <laughs> and, and truly, the next life is real life, far better than physical life. This physical life is just a training ground for that future. Now, there are so many details here in this chapter. The mystery of man. Chapter 3 of Mystery of the Ages. Written by Mr. Herbert W. Armstrong. Available to you for free at thetrumpet.com. I'd really encourage you to take a look at this. Read this. Study this. Ponder this. Meditate on it. Because it gives so much meaning and depth to our lives. It changes the way we think about everything. There is a, a gigantic difference between living every day, thinking your existence is pointless, and living every day knowing how awesome your life and future really are. So, Mr. Armstrong points out that humans are physical and mortal and can actually die. Genesis 2 verse 7 says man has a living soul, but it's talking about life of animals. A living soul like animal life, if you get into the Hebrew meaning of that. So, physically... We live and survive just like the animals do. Drinking water, eating food, blood circulating, heart beating. Breathing in air. That's what the animals do. That's how humans stay alive as well. And just as animals die... Humans also die. However, there is just one difference. And it comes down to our brains. Physically, our brains are not unique to animal brains. But what sets humans apart is a spirit element that combines with our brains. That's why scientists can't measure it. They can't quantify it. They are confined to testing only based on the five senses. They can't understand why humans can build skyscrapers and fly to the moon while monkeys just kind of swing from the trees. And that's it. If our brains are so similar in physical makeup, why are we so different? That is a mystery. The only way to explain this is by going beyond the five senses. There is a spirit component that combines with the human brain to form the human mind. Mr. Armstrong writes on page 105 of Mystery of the Ages. This human spirit imparts the power of intellect to the human physical brain. The spirit cannot see, hear, taste, smell, or feel. 
The brain sees through the eye, hears through the ear, etc. The human spirit cannot of itself think. The physical brain thinks. What then is the function of this human spirit? It is not a soul. Remember, the soul is the physical life that can die. That's me speaking. Back to the quote. But one, this human spirit imparts the power of intellect, of thinking, and of mind power to the human brain. And two, it is the very means God has instilled making possible a personal relationship between human man and divine God. The human spirit is the bridge between man and God. It is the link. It is how humans can transition from physical life to spirit life. That is part of our future. Only human beings can possibly understand their creator (laughs) and the fact that their creator even exists. Now, yes, some people reject this, but plenty of people do understand and realize at least that God does exist. (laughs) Birds and sea creatures, land animals cannot (laughs) conceive of being created and having a creator They have no idea. They just live according to their instincts, the way God made them to live for the most part. In some ways, Satan has corrupted some of these animals to be a little bit more vicious than they would be otherwise. But they just live according to instinct. Meanwhile, humans have mind power, can actually not just live on, live on instinct, but think and reason, plan, create, design, build. It's all because of that human spirit, that extra juice that really gives us so much more capability. But again, it's not just about this life. It's about the next life. It's that link to God, to our father, And only the spiritual babes can understand that. Matthew 11, verse 25. Christ said in prayer, I thank you, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hid these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them unto babes. The scientists, the highly educated of the world, the intellectually vain, cannot understand any of this. To them, man is and will continue to be, for the near future, a mystery. Man is a mystery to them. And yet to those who really want to know, who are humble and childlike, God can teach. He can make man no longer a mystery. We can understand our purpose and our potential. The great Israelite King David asked the deeper questions while he was alive. 
Psalm 8, verse 4. What is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that you visit him? What is man? Well, we're obviously not animals. We're better than the animals. We're not as great as the angels or as God. And yet God wants a relationship with us. He is mindful of us. He visits us, as David said. We look out in the universe and we feel so small. There is no measurable end to that universe. And here we are on this only planet that has any life as far as any of God's revelation has ever shown us. We're the only planet with life and God wants to contact us. What is man? Something to think about. And there's so much more here that you can learn from chapter three of mystery of the ages titled the mystery of man. You can know you can remove that mystery. You can understand Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Trumpet Bookshelf. You've been listening to Trumpet Bookshelf. Please email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for new episodes every Friday at 10 a.m. Central Time.